everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. Today we're talking about one movie on Hallmark Channel and one movie on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries uh, from this last weekend. And one of them is super hyped. And, uh, it's going to be fun to talk about it and what we thought. And I focused with Rachel Wagner and Thaddeus is here. Hi. Yes. Yeah, thanks for coming. And then our friend Liz Johnson is here. Uh, we hey. talked to her uh, with the publish of her book this year in August. So that was really fun. La- long way, last way home? The last way home. Yeah. yeah okay, good. Good. I remembered. <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. And I loved having you on. And you had said that you signed up for like Friendly or one of the, the mm-hmm. apps because you wanted to make sure you caught all the Hallmark Christmas movies yes. every year. So yes, how do absolutely. you- yeah, how do you think that the season has gone so far? We just crossed over the 20 movie mark for oh, Hallmark. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm super behind. I have hardly gotten to watch any yet. In fact, this was uh last night watching them was my first time. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Sitting down and being yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be all in the spirit. <laughs> and uh it's been a busy season for me of travel. And so uh, yeah. I was so excited to get to just sit down and really let the Christmas spirit kind of overflow. And in preparation for that, I went ice skating yesterday and they were like playing Christmas carols. So I was like all in the mood and ready (laughs) for like the Christmas spirit. It was great. Good. Yeah. Well, you've got some treats in front of you. I think it's been a very strong season. Uh, There's only a couple that I I already didn't like of those 20 of those 20 movies. So that's pretty, pretty good. Uh, But Thaddeus, what about you? Uh, How do you feel like the season's gone so far? So I kind of agree with you. Um, there have been a couple that there have only been a couple that I've really, really, really liked, but mm-hmm. all the others, pretty much all the other ones I've enjoyed. Um, yeah. very, there's maybe a couple, maybe, oh, maybe one that I just didn't like at all. But other than that, um, I think it's been a pretty um, decent start so far. Yeah. I would say there are only three that I wouldn't watch again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds about right three out of 20 which is pretty good it was pretty pretty good pretty good season i would say and it's just they've been experimenting they've been trying things and uh, i appreciate that and it's been fun yeah Um, so including what we're going to talk about with three three wise men and a baby and this was definitely an experiment for them Mm -hmm. because i mean to not have female leads Mm -hmm. uh to uh to having to be a little more uh silly uh than something they've done in the past all of that, uh, I think, it made it very, uh, very unique Hallmark film, uh, and uh, I'm excited to to talk about uh, it with you all. And uh, it was definitely something that got like huge hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it was just the, the. I think they picked like the three guys that have like the most of a hive around them. Maybe Brennan Elliott mm-hmm. would be like a fourth one. He has pretty good uh falling ryan pavey i think mm-hmm. those would probably be the top five yeah definitely say. Yeah. It, you could also include uh kevin mcgarry and we were we were talking about it that that i think that the uh, the male stars on hallmark have sort of more of a like high followings mm-hmm. than the female stars even uh, except, that, for, except for you know your yeah. lace and you know yeah, yeah. But, but other than that, so yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we've done these like voicemail greeting giveaways that we've done, mm-hmm. and we definitely had like way more response from the the guy 
stars than when we did the female stars, which it's so nice. Anybody do it. And I'm so grateful. Uh, But, uh, but yeah, it was just something I noticed that uh, Mm -hmm. there was a lot more response. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Which is interesting because you think that, oh, it's the female leads, but uh, I don't know if that necessarily is the case actually. I don't know. I think that there's a lot of women who watch Hallmark and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously that's, that's a core demographic. And so of course, you know, we, we love the guys we love, yeah. you know, we love to see the love stories and love to see them, you know, and, and yeah. And especially like these three guys that you mentioned and um, mm-hmm. three wise men, like they were, they were super fun. And um, so, yeah, I, I think yeah. we, we love the guys and we love to sort of see them like, you know, in different scenarios mm-hmm. and things. And so, yeah. yeah, I mean, how fun to get a voicemail, you know, uh, from, yeah. from one of those to get an outgoing message from one of those. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I I'm not going to say that we were influential at all in this movie because we probably <laughs> weren't, but, uh, we did have Paul on very early on, on our podcast. He was the first celebrity we ever interviewed. And oh, from yeah. the very beginning back in 2017, we said that they should be using the guys more mm-hmm. and that they, we had this whole thing, this pitch that we talked about a lot at the beginning of the podcast about, about this, uh, our dream firehouse movie. And, uh, and I mean, just the fact that, uh, I mean, I'll ask Paul some, uh, eventually one of these days, but the, the, the fact that they had Andrew working in a firehouse, I was like, mm-hmm. I wonder, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think at least like, I feel like we let them know that something like this is what we wanted. I, mm-hmm. I maybe had like a tiny, tiny influence. <laughs> Take the credit. Okay. <laughs> <Take> <laughs> it was a good suggestion and clearly they, they took it and ran with it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see how we talk to him, but uh, I, I'd like to think that maybe it was a little bit, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, this movie was on the 19th on Hallmark channel, uh, starred Paul Campbell, Andrew Walker, Tyler Hines, director, Terry Ingram and co-writer Paul Campbell and Kimberly Sested. So that's very exciting. And, uh, and then the summary is three brothers get the surprise of their lives when they are forced to work together to care for a baby over the holidays. As they slowly get the hang of things, they find themselves on unexpected journeys of self-discovery and begin to rebuild their relationships as brothers, as well as the damaged romantic and professional relationships in their respective lives, all while rediscovering their love of Christmas. (laughs) So that is, uh, Overall, what did you think about this movie? All right, I'm gonna have to say um, this this movie had a little bit of a hill to climb with me at first because you start off with this baby. I mean, I know that firehouses are designated, um, you know, safe havens that you yeah. can leave a baby at, but it's not how it would work. And so when the main aspect of like how the story gets set up doesn't really jive with what would happen in real life you know, it can be tough for me to get on board, mm-hmm. but this movie won me over and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it's one of my favorite of the year so far. So despite having that hill to climb, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Well, and we'll talk more about it, but it'd be interesting to know why they went the route of it not being his baby, Amy, that <laughs> they... Cause, cause that would have made like some sense, mm-hmm. you know, it would have made more sense. So I'm not sure why, 
I mean, if they just can't have a character that has uh, <laughs> that sex outside of marriage, like in a Hallmark movie, like, so they oh. couldn't make it his baby. I don't know, but uh, but that would have made sense if it had been an ex of his or something like that. And then, you know, she leaves the baby and he has to take care of it. Like that would have made sense. But yeah, I agree. That is a little mm-hmm. bit of a stumbling block that you have to kind of, uh, you have to kind of go with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like thing you, I, you know, you just had, I was like, okay, let me go along for this ride. And, you know, of course, like he wouldn't just keep the baby. He had to go through child services and the woman wouldn't just wouldn't be able to just come back. You're like, oh, I just wanted to leave him for through Christmas. That's just not how it works. Right. But, you know, because of the rest of the movie was so strong, I was like, you know, whatever. Well, I can go. I can take that leap with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I would definitely be very curious to ask them why they they uh, because that feels like a studio note that they made them change that to me but who knows yeah. um but liz what do like you they, they had to try really hard to um to explain why they weren't calling child services yeah <laughs> it was like and they were like it's really late and i was like no <laughs> child services is 24 hours like they're they're always available to protect children so yeah yeah i just felt like they definitely there was some suspension of disbelief there but um but I totally agree with Thaddeus. Like the rest of the movie made up for it. Yeah. So you enjoyed it overall. Overall, I really liked it. Yeah. 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 I loved the brotherly relationship. I loved watching. Um, and I loved how different the brothers were and how like uh, how their father's leaving had really impacted them and, and had really. Yeah. 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 So I, I felt like they were, um, yeah, they were such unique characters. And then for them to come together to uh you know to try and honor their mom was really special and so sweet and mm-hmm. so um i yeah i really enjoyed that sort of family dynamic um even more than i expected to yeah i really enjoyed it as well i laughed a lot mm-hmm. i thought it was very uh endearing in many yeah. ways and i was able to sort of excuse any of its flaws because i think uh, that in a comedy when you make an outright comedy that if you're laughing uh, that that rules all that yes I mean I've said it many times that I I'm a fan of uh, uh of Talladega Nights Ricky and Bobby which is <laughs> such a stupid movie but I I'm laughing uh, yes. the whole time uh it's definitely not homework approved but I think it's really funny and so I don't care that the plot is stupid and the characters are stupid and it's right. funny so that that rules all and uh, I was laughing quite a bit in this movie. So they, they, they did a, a, a I think a, a good job and, uh, and, and it did have not only a hill to climb as far as the, the opening premise, but just the hype, you know, that mm-hmm. can it live up? Can it be as good as people want it to be? Yeah. You know, they're expecting more than a uh, Hallmark movie from this, mm-hmm. this team up. And so that, that was kind of a challenge for it, but for me, it, it did. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I I definitely like I was thinking just jotting a few notes as I was watching it so I would, you know, hopefully remember, <laughs> uh, but I legitimately had several laugh out loud moments yeah. like when they did their dance together. Yeah, the first oh, yeah. Time, I was rolling. I was like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. And I am here for it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, one of the things that I really appreciated about this movie is that I felt like all three brothers were pretty realistic to Mm -hmm. what 
single men in their thirties, never married tend to be, you know, like, cause in homework movies, they, they tend to be these like kind of perfect, perfect guys, Mm -hmm. uh, which I enjoy. Don't get me wrong. The, uh, the, the hunks and, uh, you know, the, uh, they, you have the bad men of business, of course, but, but the, the hometown hunks who are like perfect and, and, uh, and you're thinking, why has this person never been married? You know, why is this person is single? And with each of these three guys, they're obviously still hunks, of course, but you could see, okay, why these three guys had not been married <laughs> why they, they're flaws they were flawed they in were. interesting realistic ways mm-hmm. yeah i liked um i loved um paul campbell's character having the social anxiety yes. and like, uh, oh, take this this pill because i'm like freaking out and everything i was like really someone like i mean obviously there's some definitely some characters that have been on the shows that seem like they had social anxiety but to actually like yes. you know overt um yes. that was going on with him was um really interesting i was surprised to see that he pulled it off very well um, yeah well I and thought- tyler tyler's <laughs> character to be this video game guy yes. living in the parents basement like we have never seen a character like that on hallmark oh no or <laughs> yeah or if they or just they're definitely not a main character maybe a side character yeah but- yeah 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 but he was he was i think my favorite of the brothers uh, was Tyler's character because I, I love the grumpy guy who really is kind, but he just is a little bit grumpy. And I, I loved him. I thought that he was such a great character, but yeah, so unique for Hallmark and super fun to sort of watch the progression and the story arc of his life and, and how it was mm-hmm. changing. And I loved, um, you know, the ex-girlfriend that was part of that. And just for me, like the moment when he gave her his mittens, uh, when she was going to go ice skating. And I just was like, that was like the moment of like, this is like, he is truly a sweet spirit. Like he yeah. is a good guy. He just, um, covers his pain with grumpiness. And mm-hmm. so he just needs to work through the pain and then the grumpiness will kind of be a little softer. Yeah. I liked that too. It, it, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's there because it is Tyler and he's such a likable actor. Yes. Um, and so when you see it uh, come out, it's like, Oh, there he is. And, yes. and yeah, he had a lot of the funny scenes. They, mm-hmm. they gave him a, a lot of the comedy, which must've yes. been really well. fun for him Yeah, because Andrew Walker's character was more sort of the straight man in the sense of uh, you know, traditional comedy, the one who's a little more serious, who reacts yes. to things and, and, uh, and, but he, but he was, he was great. All three were excellent. I thought, and yeah. I, I mean, I was joking on Twitter. I'm like, this woman should keep having children. If she produces <laughs> Walker and the Tyler. <laughs> 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 and did y'all realize that that she was the mother in the original like three minute of baby oh really i didn't no. realize that oh i missed that oh that's funny yeah and the uh the, that street uh had would be like the most attractive street because he got matt hamilton on there as well <laughs> and he was hilarious i really was really funny i yeah. I super loved that, like the antagonist that the, you know, like the bad guy was not a woman because yeah. all the time it's like, it's always the lady neighbor who's like grumpy and like, you, you haven't decorated your house or whatever. Right. And 
And it was so nice for it to be sort of like this competitive, like male kind of, you know, kind of ego thing, but it was, yeah, I loved him. I thought he was super fun. Yeah. And I'd like him to get a lead. If anybody at Hallmark Mm -hmm. is listening, he deserves it. He's great. Yeah. And it was fun because I went into this really not knowing who any of the female leads were because they were the, you know, more minor characters. So it was kind of fun watching and being like, Ooh, Fiona Froome's here. And then Allie Liebert. And, I really and- liked Froome's character too. I thought that she was hilarious as well. Um, and, you know, I mean, that, that was a kind of a minor story element, but she actually made me laugh. Which one? Fiona? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was very funny when she comes over with that casserole. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Casseroles are good for when you have babies. (laughs) It was was cute. It was really funny. And I liked Um, how she was awkward in a different way than Mm -hmm. Paul Campbell's character was awkward. Like they were both awkward, but they, it was, it was in a different way. And that just was, but then something about like you, like how, the idea that opposites attract and they could come together and sort of help each other through that was, I thought, you know, was fantastic. I I do wish, oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say that they both had kind of the same like fear about people and like how to handle themselves in the situation. And, Mm -hmm. but it's just had opposite ways of managing the fear. He was kind of more avoidant and she was kind of overcompensated. Yeah, that's true. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the good folks at Baker Publishing Group. Looking for the perfect gift for the romantic book lover in your life? These contemporary romance novels will woo their way into your hearts. First, we have To Win a Prince by Tony Shiloh. Fashion aficionado Iris Blakely dreams of using her talent to start a business to help citizens in impoverished areas. But when she discovers that Econ Dilo will be her business consultant, the battle between her desires and reality begins. Can she keep her heart and business intact despite the challenges she faces? Have to read to find out. Next up, All That It Takes by Nicole Deese. After moving cross-country with her son and accepting a filmmaker's mentorship, Val Locklear is caught between her insecurities and new possibilities. Miles McKenzie returns home to find a new tenant is living upstairs, and he's been banished to a ministry on life support. As sparks fly, they discover that authentic love and sacrifice must go hand in hand. Pretty Little Spaces by Carmen Schober is sure to please. Georgina Havoc's dream of a happily ever after falls apart when her boyfriend blindsides her with a pause. She is determined to pick up the pieces of her previously perfect life, but with the reappearance of her troubled twin sister, plus the presence of a ruggedly handsome ex-sniper, she's left facing not only her shattered future, but also her past. Looking for Leroy by Melody Carlson, Brianna Phillips is ready to give up on love, but when her fellow teacher invites her on a trip through Sonoma wine country, she's reminded of her first crush, whose family owned a vineyard there. Is there any chance she can find him and one last chance for a love? Next up, The Sweet Life by Suzanne Woods Fisher, jilted by her fiance, Don Dixon, escapes to beautiful Cape Cod on a groomless honeymoon with her mother, but she didn't expect her mom to risk everything on a whim to move there permanently and buy a rundown ice cream shop in need of repair. Of course, in order to make their new life work, they'll also need her ex's help. 
Finally, The Last Way Home by Liz Johnson, a disgraced former NHL player and a local artist are thrown together when her pottery studio burns to the ground on the day he returns to Prince Edward Island. But as they work together to rebuild, their secrets will come out, putting even their hearts on the line. So head over to bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies to pick up one of these great books and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off these titles from November 14th to December 12th. That's bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off. Yeah. I mean, I wish that we had had 20 more minutes uh, that this would maybe in a feature length because then we could have gone into those relationships a little bit more, had like one or two more scenes. Uh, but, you know, that's the constraints of the of mm -hmm. the TV movie yeah. uh, formula. Mm -hmm. But if this had been on Netflix and it could have been 20 minutes longer, it, that would have been nice. Yeah, I definitely thought that the ending wrapped up really fast. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I thought that um, I really would have liked to see uh, Andrew Walker's character like just like I know we got a hint at the end that he was dating the baby's mom and um, mm -hmm. but I wanted to see him sort of like yeah just to have a little bit more of that moment of like um, that he didn't have to care for everybody else that he could um, still be unselfish but also like you know just be settled in his life and enjoy mm -hmm. a whole like build a home and have a family and that that wasn't being selfish. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been nice to have a little bit more with that. And, and also just to kind of get some idea of why she more, why she would do this yes. Just have a yes. little bit more time with that woman, yeah. uh, because it is a crazy thing to do mm -hmm. to, you know, just leave your baby with a total stranger. Right. And say, just watch him through Christmas and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but there were some like really funny little jokes, uh, mm -hmm. in this movie. Like I, I just liked that, uh, when that we get introduced to Tyler's character, his mom is, is FaceTiming him and she cannot figure it out. Like she's yeah. your cheek. Yes. And it, like I think that that was yes. really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and and the thing we're in the same house when she was doing that. Yeah. That for me was like the moment when he just walks upstairs and I was like, not prepared for that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's excellent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was really surprised. I'm like, wow, he's like a, a, a basement dweller. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, and but I actually think, you know, we got a little new hallmark when the baby comes that everybody assumes that it was Andrew Walker's, you know, yeah. character's baby. And they were like, and I was like, oh, what has he been doing? That everybody just assumes that this random <laughs> is dropping off some baby for him. Yeah. But yes. that was but we should talk about his introduction <laughs> to the movie <laughs> where we get uh, no shirt on Andrew Walker. That was pretty exciting. <laughs> well, it was for me. I like I I loved that opening scene, but yeah. I um like for multiple reasons. It was like yes, oh, he looked great and he was so handsome, but he was so funny giving himself that pep talk in the mirror. And I just thought like that is like that's sort of a great comedy moment that sort of juxtaposed with this like oh, he's really attractive and handsome, but he's also like he's got so much personality yeah. it was I thought it was a great combination it, it was really it was really good a way to to get me interested right out of the gate <laughs> yes <laughs> look at that right now <laughs> oh. uh, and uh, yeah I wrote down this is pretty realistic to what single guys would be like at their age mm -hmm. 
which I appreciated. Yeah. And, uh, and so let, I wanted to have you on Thaddeus. I definitely wanted to have a male perspective. So when they, they get the baby and they have mm-hmm. to take care of the baby. And how did you feel about that? Do you feel like as a guy, if you all of a sudden had to take care of a baby, unknown baby, uh, do you, do you feel like, obviously it's a comedy, so they're going to make it funny, but how did you feel about it? And, and that but- sort of portrayal. I think, you know, especially guys that haven't really been around babies or like that, I think that's relatively realistic. Like they would have Mm -hmm. no clue. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they would talk about like the different types of formulas, the different Mm -hmm. diapers. I mean, I think you would think that they do better than getting adult diapers. (laughs) But um, I mean, for me, um, it's a little different because I had much younger siblings. So even though I'm a single guy in my 30s, I had much younger siblings. So I was, so I'm, I've been around babies. I helped take care yeah. of babies. Mm-hmm. I have nephews that I've like been around. So I'm a little bit more comfortable with babies. I would have, I wouldn't have been as clueless as they were. But I think for a guy that just had ne- never, yeah, that was somewhat realistic. Yeah. I mean, a little exaggerated, but I could buy it, especially yeah. in this cycle. Well, and also the thing is, is that I don't think that single women in their thirties would necessarily do that much better. Yeah. Really. I mean, I, I, I I'm like you, cause I had uh, younger siblings. Uh, my mom had baby when I was in um, high school and then another one, I was just about to start college. And so I did spend a lot of time as an adult, like being mini mom a little bit and uh take care of kids so i i have that some of that background but uh i i don't think that a lot of single women career women you know i mean you look at a movie like baby boom or something like that you Mm -hmm. know like how would you do i don't know if we would uh do that much better no probably not (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know what do you think liz well um yeah, you know, I, I have nieces and nephews. And so I spent a fair bit of time in my 20s, you know, doing diapers and stuff like that. But yeah, when it comes to like formula and the different types of formula and what does the baby need and what, like yeah. all of that goes right over my head. So yeah. I'm basically like, hand me the bottle and the formula and I can mix it and I know to test it on my wrist. And that's about the extent um, I can change a diaper and that's gonna, that's gonna be about it. Yeah, I definitely think that there's a lot that, um, that single women, yeah, we would still struggle too, I think. Um, yeah, and the only thing with the adult diapers that made it like, I, I mean, it was a funny joke, but they're in an entirely different section of yeah. this store. Mm-hmm. That That's the only part of it that's like, yeah. mm, probably not. They probably wouldn't yeah. make that, uh, <laughs> that mistake. Yes. Yeah. It was still funny. <laughs> yeah. I thought what was so cute was, and I, I wrote this down, was just the idea, like the things that babies make men do, like when they were, um, when, when they were doing the footprint ornament. And I just thought like, babies can make men be mush too. Like we always think of like women being like, Oh, and I have baby fever and I want babies. And you know, there's a lot of women who feel that way. There's some who don't, and that's cool too. Uh, but it just was like, it was such a a reminder to me of watching like my brother and my brother-in-law when they both had kids, like that they just were like suddenly like their daddy. And, and it's like, it, it's almost like a, like a light flip switch. Like you don't expect it because they're these big guys and they're, you know, and they're kind of, you know, whatever. But then all of a sudden they have a baby and they're, they're like, 
you know, and they're talking baby yeah. talk and they're like, you know, basically it's babies just turn everybody into jelly, which is super great. And I think was like such a win for this movie because yeah. like babies and dogs, it was golden. It was like, <laughs> there was nothing that you could do uh, yeah. to go wrong here. Well, and I think a theme of this movie is just how the baby forces them all to be mm-hmm. less selfish. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that is something true of anybody who has to take care of a child. It, yeah. it forces you to be less selfish. True. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I did appreciate that. And, uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't like none of these, none of these men were portrayed as idiots like no. they weren't stupid and sometimes you right. see that of like the the uh, kind of home improvement style mm. of kind of uh portrayal where the the you know that you've got the 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 wife that's you know looking down like oh you know and then you have the 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 incompetent uh husband slash father mm-hmm. uh type and that was not in this movie like they were all uh i mean the closest you'd get was would be maybe Ali Liebert's character with uh, Tyler's character because, but she had like legit reasons to be annoyed with him for what he did, uh, and uh, she she came around uh, for that, and he learned and grew. So I I know it just none of them were portrayed as idiots. Yeah, and I liked that they all had unique um, like superpowers, you know, or yeah, like yeah. skill sets. Like they each had something that they were really good at which made them even more attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you agree, uh, Thaddeus? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I liked um, the differentiation between the characters. And I actually think that they did a good job of kind of, you know, using like birth order type of like psychology mm-hmm. to kind of expand mm-hmm. the character. Andrew Walker's character who, yeah. you know, when became like the responsible one that kind of had to pick up the slack and help out, and help out the mother for his younger siblings. You had, um, you know, Paul Campbell's character who kind of got lost and kind of, you know, kind of gave into like that anxiety and fear. And then you had Tyler Hines who, you know, just kind of was a little selfish, um, trying to find his own way. And so I I thought that was really interesting. And Mm -hmm. I think they did the job of kind of playing that in, but they didn't like overdo it. Um, Yeah. it was kind of funny that the mother's uh, kind of bemoaning the fact that there's no Christmas dec- decorations. The tree hasn't set up and literally they, they've got all of the Hallmark Christmas decorations. I mean, it makes yes. no sense that she wouldn't have put up the tree when she has like tons of garland over everything. Right. Right. <laughs> that made me laugh. Not the same thing. I yeah. was like, so you took the time to decorate your windows, but you're not going to put up the tree or yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so we do have, I thought a funny scene with Tyler with the stare down with the kid next door. And, uh, he, he, uh, uh, the, he pays him $50 for the wagon. (laughs) This generation is different. (laughs) Yeah. And I also love Andrew Walker bringing home the wrong baby. Oh, that was, yes. That was the highlight of the, that made me laugh the hardest in the way it was shot. I think Terry Ingram did a great job of like the, the, from the perspective of the baby and you see the three of them and they're like, ah, 
Yes. And that baby's hair, I could not get over it. It was too adorable. And it was so excellent given how bald the, you know, Thomas was. Yeah. And and there was a lot of good banter in this movie. Like when he says children shouldn't be allowed in grocery stores. And he says, by children, you're referring to yourself. Yeah. Yes. Uh, That was really funny. And, uh, and uh, the the idea that Paul Campbell would try to make cookies with a baby is mm-hmm. outrageous. Like <laughs> there's no way that's happening. I mean, maybe if you found a a way to to set the baby down, but I don't even feel like it would necessarily be all that safe to have the baby on your on your stomach and be making cookies. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. It just seems it just doesn't seem like a great idea. <laughs> But, uh, but that was, that was funny. And, uh, they, yeah, they, they get the baby's first ornament, which comes back later, mm-hmm. which was very cute. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, uh, then I, you know, like little lines, like they're three grown men, sort of, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Andrew Walker is getting some kind of like award, mm-hmm. uh, at the at the fire station yeah and uh then he but he leaves because uh the the, they uh are trying to find the baby and uh and then andrew walker's character makes he successfully makes cookies yes Yes. unlike paul campbell (laughs) (laughs) um and then there's also you're talking about the anxiety on paul campbell's character because this guy wants him to speak at a uh, adoption animal adoption event thing because he's like an animal therapist right yeah 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 yeah. and he can't do it like he even in the end he's like i i finally i got up and i tried it and uh and he passed out in the middle (laughs) Yeah. which i like it was funny <laughs> and i'm sure a lot of people can relate i mean a lot of people are really afraid of public speaking yeah. and you know so you know in my life it's like i am a i am a psychiatry resident so i see people and i've seen especially um like when we people were kind of going back to work after you know being out you know, I saw so many people with social anxiety that were just like paralyzed, like having to go back into the office and like be around people again. Yeah. So, so I think a lot of people can relate to that character. Yeah. Yeah. I really loved that they didn't make it like, like that his character was immediately able to overcome that anxiety. Yeah. Like, Even in the end, he didn't. Right. Right. right yeah. Exactly. But, but that he tried and there's bravery in trying like that's like the bravery is being willing to try. And even if you're, you don't succeed, you've tried and there's, you know, there's like honor in that. And he was still, and he was willing to try again because, you -hmm. you know, the worst that could happen was he got a little embarrassed from passing out (laughs) (laughs) from here, you know? Right. And I feel like I would almost more rather go to a therapist that showed the showed he understood you know that had that weakness on display that would be actually kind of appealing to me if you're like oh he's gonna get it he's gonna be helpful Mm -hmm. yeah um what did you think about tyler and his quitting the job i thought that was kind of an interesting element because uh, on one hand i could see his point of view because they were having these 
unrealistic expectations and he's getting frustrated and uh but then he left all of the team in a blind uh and so i could see ali liebert's perspective uh and usually you don't have that kind of nuance when it comes to the epic quit as i like to call it uh but uh what do you think that is of that so what's, wasn't he fired slash quit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, slash quit. He, so. he, was, he was fired. He could, I think, get unemployment because he was fired. <laughs> but, uh, but then, yeah, the, uh, he, when he's leaving, he says, oh, I, I quit. And he, he, they were trying to get like, like whole, he was trying to get that Jerry Maguire moment, like who's yeah. coming with me or whatever. And uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I mean, failed. <laughs> You're right that they never really show the perspective of other people when that person yeah. like, leaves the job. They just, they usually leave and that's it. So to have someone from that job come, you know, be part of the um, ongoing story and say like, oh, and it was kind of like showing that, you know, he that he could have made more of an effort and um, it was kind of part of his growth of becoming a little less um, selfish and trying to, um, See, see things from other people's perspectives and not just think about how things affect him. And so it was nice seeing him kind of come to that realization as the story went on. But also, you know, there also is a place for, you know, understanding your own needs and, um, and, and sometimes having to put yourself first. So yeah. I think that that was something that Andrew Walker's character kind of had to learn a little bit, um, but he was on the opposite end of that spectrum. So yeah and so the mom has to leave to to go help the aunt and so she goes and that's why she's uh, kind of gone the old and, broken leg <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and uh, they uh and she's nervous about that about having the boys have to take care of this baby but she goes and because she has to help her her sister basically their aunt and she gets stuck there because they're the pass is closed or whatever and so she can't leave and so they get this idea of trying to win this cruise that's the win for the neighborhood uh contest right in the neighborhood lights contest and they're up against matt hamilton like we said and he was hilarious that whole thing was very funny yeah yeah it worked good um and uh, i liked the uh the line so they so uh tyler sees Allie with she's with her niece at the skating rink mm -hmm. and he's there with the baby and uh and then after he says she thinks i'm a loud mouth self-centered with no regard for anyone but myself <laughs> and then uh andrew walker says, is this where we're supposed to disagree yeah <laughs> that was a really great moment i thought yeah. I thought the brothers were really good at teasing each other, which yeah. I mean, I, I have, um, obviously not a man and haven't, um, you know, don't, I, I have a brother, but he didn't have any brothers, but I imagine that brothers, like, especially as you become adults, like that you yeah. tend to like, kind of, you know, rag on each other and tease yeah. each other. And I thought that they were really great at that. And especially good in, in that example. That's a great yeah. one. Well, and all three have been friends for so long in, mm -hmm. in the actors, you know, in real life. And, yeah. and, uh, Tyler is Andrew Walker's wife's cousin. Oh yeah. So they actually have like a connection. <laughs> world. Well, I think we often talk about like chemistry in a romantic sense, like chemistry yes. between the actors, but I thought these guys had great chemistry in terms yeah. of 
they felt like they really could be family. Like, you know, maybe they didn't look exactly alike. And some of them have features that are like really kind of predominant that it's like, oh, I can't believe it. None of the other brothers would have gotten that. But at the same time, they're just like, they melded so well together that it definitely felt like, oh yeah, these, these were guys who could have grown up together. And I definitely feel the chemistry between them. Well, some families are pretty diverse in appearance, Mm -hmm. even though Mm -hmm. they're the same family. Like my, my family, there's six of us and we all look pretty different. And there's a big age gap between like my parents have kind of uh, we always joke that you burn the first batch <laughs> and then try again because there's about a 10 year gap in between uh, the two sets of kids in my family. And <laughs> we we would joke that uh, that because my two younger sisters both have blonde blonde hair and I don't and my my sister just two years younger doesn't and uh, so the, the the whole joke of the milkman's babies. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, was, I mean, our family is a very, pretty diverse, uh, look about all yeah. and, and, uh, but, uh, but are you from a big family Thaddeus? So I'm, I have, I'm the oldest of four and uh-huh. like you, there's two sets. There's me and my <laughs> oldest younger brother, who's like oh, a year younger than I am. And then there's like an eight year gap and then the two youngest ones. Yeah. So, so you know, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I think they did a good job. And the whole scene where they're in the elf costumes with the, even the baby in the elf, that was just like a gift to Hallmark fans. When they were strolling up to Santa Claus, I like could not keep it together. Um, I was drinking some hot cider and like it nearly came flying out. I was like, this is so good. It was really classic. Yeah, it was very funny. And I'm like, you know, that's going to be all over Instagram, social media, everything for, yes. uh, uh, till we get, uh, three men and three wise men and a little lady. You got to figure that's coming, right? Yeah. Except- I mean, I guess they would, since it's a boy, baby, it's a boy, yeah. they'd have to do, I don't know what the, uh, what the, three, uh, three wise men and a little a buddy? lad little lad yeah i'm trying to think what would be the equivalent i don't know i don't know i feel like that's gotta be gotta be in the works Mm -hmm. you know and so that was very funny and uh then they yeah they decide that you know their mom never complains let's get them on the christmas she deserves the the cruise uh and I, I did laugh too when Tyler brings out all those like swords and stuff. <laughs> the middle, middle, evil, middle evil Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> we were decorating for a house for Christmas, not reenacting the fall of Rome. <laughs> and I love it how um, uh, the redhead, I can't remember her name, Fiona. Fiona, yeah. yeah. Well, that's her she- actor's name. Okay. Oh, and she walked up and she just rolled with it. She's like, oh, I, I like your helmet. Like I just kept going. And I was yeah. like, oh, she's a lot smoother than I'd be. I would like jaw on the floor. I would not, I would not handle yeah. that. Well. She did a great job. She was very funny in this movie. Yeah. And I hope they continue to use her. And I'd love her to get a lead. I don't think she's ever had one in a Hallmark movie. Yeah. No. So yeah. Like- yeah. And so I always, I have to ask if you were to bring, if you were to pick your favorite casserole, what would you pick? She brings over the casserole. Oh, man. Um, so my aunt makes a really good string bean casserole. Oh, okay. So Classic with the onions on top. Um, a little bit, not, a, not, yeah. a, not, a, 
very, it's kind of cheesy. Uh, oh. Got in it. It's very good. Very mm-hmm. good. What would you pick, Liz, as your favorite casserole? Um, my mom has this recipe for like a chicken pot pie casserole. And so it's got chicken and um, peas and carrots and then kind of a, you know, oh, gravy yeah. situation. Oh man, it's so good. That's and like bad. you put a biscuit with it and it's yeah. just perfect. That sounds really good. Yeah. I, I think there's like this, um, uh, kind of Mexican lasagna type mm-hmm. of casserole with like the layers and the cream of soup and <laughs> that was really good. I can't eat stuff like that very much anymore because it's very salty mm-hmm. uh, but uh tasty uh but anyway ho 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 we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the Hallmarkies Patreon do you love Hallmarkies podcast especially at Christmas Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. We have this sort of moment of conflict between them where uh, Andrew Walker says, I show up for everyone. I do mm-hmm. nothing for me. And, uh, and so it's when they start to kind of realize that uh, he seems like the most together like he has his life together and so it kind of makes sense that people would just sort of uh rely on him without realizing it yeah yeah and he's trying to he's trying to build this house and he's Mm -hmm. not getting a lot of support on that and Mm -hmm. and so that's part of it too and then they find i didn't really understand this whole thing with so he has a rash but the problem is when they go to the hospital they say oh he doesn't have any problems uh he just needed a diaper change and his something with a he has a tooth what does that have to do with a rash like teething or something oh, yeah but... that doesn't cause a rash though well, i i think i've heard but maybe don't quote me on this that yeah sometimes when babies are teething they'll like they'll have other things that go along with that including a rash maybe? oh really i've never heard that before yeah, i've never heard that either yeah <laughs> i know but it was very funny have any yeah, personal I mean, experience with it <laughs> <laughs> with kimberly sussed and she's like you can't write this stuff which was very yes. cute oh it, her cameo was fantastic yeah, it was i would not funny. expect to see her in this and so when she showed up i just was delighted yeah it yeah. was really funny and uh, and uh, you were kind of proud of the boys by the end that mm-hmm. you know they figured it out they got the bottles working they had a yes. system down <laughs> yes and i have to say going back to the contest i love that they lost the uh oh. the yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know because you know you're still used to pe- people winning in these stores and they had yeah. a great 
than Tavik. They were trying to do it for their mother, but still, mm -hmm. they, they still lost. Plus, I loved Matt Hamilton getting to glow. Oh, <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I mean, in a way, he kind of stole the movie. Like, he was one of the funniest parts, for sure. He, he was Hamilton. great. And I loved that they sort of reconciled enough to invite him over for Christmas next yeah. year. Like, yeah. I was like, that's super fun. Over for, what was it? What was it there? The keg of eggnog? Egg? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, and I laughed at this whole uh, nativity thing because you don't normally see nativity sets on Hallmark Channel movies. Right. It's pretty rare, maybe on Movies and Mysteries uh, on the Miracles Christmas, you might. But uh, but uh, there was this, it was funny because it, they had the three kings and Mary and the baby. And like <laughs> Joseph. Joseph. Joseph, didn't they say Joseph was out working or something? Yeah, no Joseph. <laughs> diapers or something, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Uh, and, uh, and then that's when the mom comes back. And, oh, he uh, did the Lion King with the baby. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Although I spent the whole time going, put a hat on that poor baby's head. It looked yeah. It's true. But... <laughs> I forget where this was supposedly taking place. Uh, I, I don't remember, but anyway. Yeah. Um, it's probably Colorado. It seems like most <laughs> of the movies take place in Colorado now. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I think it was Colorado. I think you're right. But they have this like super cute group hug and and uh, there's this Christmas morning and you aren't fighting. And uh, that's when we find out that Paul Campbell did the uh, talk at the animal shelter and they passed out <laughs> midway through. And he says, I find myself completely enraptured by you, which was super cute. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. And, uh, and then we get the uh, Tyler Hines apologizing to Allie, mm -hmm. uh, asking for her back. And, uh, and then you see Andrew Walker bringing the ornament to the mom. And then we get the, uh, and he says, you're not alone. Don't feel alone. And so that was very sweet, yes. heartwarming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and then the year later, uh, the, uh, the, uh, they have the, uh, they're at Anna Walker's house, the housewarming party. And we didn't really talk about the Nutcracker dance, which was hilarious. I absolutely loved it. So funny. Yeah. I both times when they did it. It was yes. so good. Yes. Oh. I put on Twitter, I was like, thank you to whoever approved this. Yes. <laughs> You're my favorite person. It sort I, of it reminded was... me like in part of like the the friends dance with Monica and Ross. Uh -huh. I don't know if you guys remember, but they oh, had a yeah. dance that they did at like a New Year's Eve thing. And I was like, this was so much better and so much funnier. Yeah. It was really top notch. It was great. Yeah. Uh, so I really enjoyed this. I think it personally lived up to the hype. Uh, I, I, I kind of wish I had given, and I, maybe I'll take this opportunity to ret retrospectively give Ghosts of Christmas Always a perfect score. Cause I gave it a 4.75. I was hedging. I absolutely loved that movie. I thought it was great. Uh, now that you've seen some more, you can, you yes. can retrospectively. Yeah. <laughs> because i do think that's the best still of the year uh, it's my favorite um but i i this would be my second favorite and so i uh, for hallmark and so i'm going to give it a perfect score it was it was really i mean i i could nitpick little things like the premise or whatever but 
as far as overall entertainment and will Mm -hmm. stay on my DVR and will I continue to watch it over and over again? And do I want a sequel? All yes. Yes. So, uh, it's, it's, it was very good. Uh, what would you give it Fatty? I'll give it 4.5. Um, you know, like I said, I I really enjoyed it. They, they had, like I said, they had a, they had a hill to climb with that premise, but (laughs) they made it work. I mean, I did think like the end was a little rushed, but you know, but the vast majority, if you take out like the little opening sequence and the ending, the meat of it was really good. So I'm going to give it 4.5. Yes. What about you, Liz? Yeah, I wrote down 4.5 as well. I uh, just, you know, same as Thaddeus, like I, um, I really, really enjoyed it. I laughed a lot, which is kind of unusual for me for Hallmark movies. Like they'll get a chuckle, but yeah. these were like laugh out loud moments. Yeah. And that was really fun for me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I have a couple nitpicky things, but by and large, like, absolutely. I would rewatch this. I totally so much enjoyed it. And I loved all three of the main actors. I thought they did fantastic work. So yeah, yeah 4.5 for me. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Well, let's switch gears over to movies and mysteries and we're talking long last long lost christmas Mm -hmm. and we're actually going to be talking about this even more because this is our november uh re uh this is our november uh reading wrap-up book me and brie so we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the book uh coming up probably that first week of december sometime uh once i have time to actually finish reading it so busy oh you've been busy yeah, yeah, I've been very, very busy. But uh, but this was also on the 19th, and it stars Taylor Cole and Benjamin Ayres and director Michael Robison, who's done tons of these movies. I mean, we really got two pros with uh, Terry Ingram and, and Michael Robinson this week. Mm-hmm. But it's um, Haley is an interior designer who plans to surprise her recently widowed mother, Patricia, with the perfect holiday present, the extended family she knows her mom yearns for. Uh, so basically what they're trying to say is that she finds out that her mother had a brother that uh, was, uh, they got separated basically in the foster system. The brother was seven years older. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so this is news to Haley. She, mm-hmm. she doesn't know about this. And so she sort of starts investigating it and, uh, and there, this, the, she ends up going to the place where they are living and, uh, and, trying to learn about this guy this uh, brother but uh overall Thaddeus what do you think about this one so I love the long lost family trope it's probably Mm -hmm. one of my favorites um I think probably because in my spare time I'm like an amateur genealogist so I love like you know investigating Mm -hmm. the things um 
And, you know, I thought that um, Taylor Cole actually did, did a pretty good job um, with this character. I understood like her motivations for going to like, you know, find the, her, her uncle. Um, I really, I liked her and Benjamin Ayers together, but, I, and I was prepared for, you know, that, that she wasn't going to say anything to the uncle for like a, pretty much until the end of the movie, which makes no sense to me. And I was like, okay, I'm prepared for this, but it was still kind of annoying, but I still, in, you know, overall enjoyed the movie, but it, you know, that was kind of silly to me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, why? Uh, what, did, what did you think, Liz? Um, so this movie was a little bit of a miss for me, but I think it mostly because I was stupefied by her reaction to um to the the um charity fundraiser at the end when she realizes uh who the money is being raised for i i could not like i could not figure out why she responded as she did uh basically bursting into tears and storming away like she seemed so angry about that when just you know 30 45 minutes earlier when um, when the uncle character had had told her that he didn't have any siblings, then she bursted into tears at the meteor shower and she like goes to Benjamin's character and is like, oh, you know, like, I'm just so sad I need to go. And I'm like, okay, you're disappointed that he's not your uncle when you don't think he's your uncle. When you discover that he is your uncle, you're mad? Like, I just couldn't well like- I think the reason she was mad is because she, I think she assumed that he had like cut ties with the, with this mm -hmm. center or whatever that, that okay. this adoption place. And so when she yeah. found out that he was doing this for the, I think it was Greenbrier or someplace like that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. When that he was, that he was still involved. And so he, her thought was how could you leave her there alone when you, you still have this, you know, relationship with, with this place. Yeah. And, uh, um, like, you know, like he hadn't cut off all ties, it, which yeah. is, I think is what she had assumed, but yeah, it was definitely like, a strong reaction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also yeah. think it was that if he was doing all of, you know, helping out this place, but then he's going to say he didn't have a sister and, you know, has not really in, in a, as far as she knew, made no attempts to like, um, find his sister and, mm -hmm. and get, get involved with her with her in her life yeah. that you know she was obviously upset about that felt like he had just kind of discarded her mother but was still helping these other people that he didn't know so I could I mean I kind of sort of but yeah it, it was it did kind of throw me a little bit that she would have that it that was a that stretch moment. for me yeah well and yeah. his his claim is that he didn't uh that he was older at that point mm -hmm. and he didn't want their relationship to jeopardize her adoption that he found out that she had been adopted mm -hmm. and he didn't want there to be any kind of conflict but it seems like that it would be hard to believe that well first of all they once <clears throat> once she's grown up why wouldn't you reach out right but i guess he was right. like oh i was in the military enlisted or something like that yeah. <clears throat> but and also the thing is like he i could understand if you know him you know, once he had aged out of the system, 
he had to kind of distance himself so that she would get adopted. But then mm -hmm. after she got adopted, I mean, they, they can't just be like, oh, we don't want you anymore. So right. he could have, yeah. could have gone back and visited her with her and kept a relationship with her after she'd already- Or at least yes. written her or right. something. Write her a letter. Yeah. yeah. Let her know, hey, I'm in the military. I'm, you know, far away. I can't come see you, yeah. you know? Yeah. But- Yeah. I, you know, I was actually like willing to kind of go along with all of that, even though I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like the romance, even though I actually thought they had pretty good chemistry, it seemed so rushed. And oh, right? like, <laughs> I mean, they were literally basically a couple within like 30 minutes yes. of, of meeting each other. <laughs> yes. I wrote down, they had this quote where he says, I like you a lot. And she says, yeah. I like you a lot. And I was like, I think this has been two days. Yeah. And I just was <laughs> like, you literally only known this person existed in this world for two days yeah. and now I like you I like you a lot basically like I'm ready to see where this can go mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah. like there's something to be said for love at first sight but there's something else to be said for <laughs> yeah I mean her major as far as he's concerned it seems like her major uh major character attribute was a uh, destroying stuff and being, yeah, like, being a klutz, yeah. like a vague klutz yeah yeah uh, but I didn't, again, I was also kind of willing to forgive that because I did think that they had pretty good chemistry. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so it's like, well, okay, fine. <laughs> and we also have, uh, furniture maker, Brianna, mm -hmm. who has, uh, she's uh, Taylor's character is a Haley. Haley is a interior designer. And at the beginning of the movie, she gets the chance to be in the showcase mm -hmm. and, it was kind of funny that all they end up giving her is a hallway <laughs> and they're like all this, they're talking about furniture and stuff. And I'm like, what furniture in a hallway? Like, you know, furniture in a hallway. Well, and was it just me? Like, I didn't even see, like, they didn't show us the room. They didn't they really like, didn't, the hallway. They, like gave us like the briefest little glimpse of it when she was doing a live stream. And I was like, wait, this has all been about Brianna's furniture out everything. I yeah, that was a letdown for me. I was like, <laughs> I want to see the room. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, the, but I thought the girl was cute who played Brianna. Yes. And uh, you could see yes. Haley's awkwardness of like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, this is my sister. Or cousin. I mean, my cousin. This is, oh yeah. my gosh, this is my cousin. Like, yeah. it kind of wild and that was fun. Yeah. And I, I also liked the, so she brings in uh, cookies and because she kind of like destroys his cookies and he's like, are you determined to destroy everything in the office? And then we get this scene with, uh, with Gordon and Benjamin Ayers character. And, uh, he says, love isn't easy, but it's worth it. And again, like already going to love, like mm -hmm. they literally, I just met this woman, but, uh, uh I did think it was funny when he says she brought you cookies in my day. That was a date. <laughs> That's that's cute yeah that's cute and i did like brianna and gordon's kind of confrontation scene after when when brianna learns about you know the secret sister and everything that actually yeah. made a little bit more sense yeah but um and was, was more true to like the or more appropriate to the situation but um yeah. you know mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah. yeah. And I thought the stargazing date was very cozy. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to think of what to do that's new in these Christmas movies. And right. that was pretty, I mean, we've seen the, uh, the Northern lights, so oh, they okay. didn't give us that, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but just like regular stargazing is kind of, kind of new. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. And uh, then she, they kind of modernized the cabin so that they can have the fundraiser there, I guess. Mm-hmm. So they show it to Gordon and, uh, then they, that's when she, they, they have, they dance at the mm-hmm. fundraiser. So that was kind of nice. And then that's when, uh, she finds out and she gets very upset and she says, you just left her. And, uh, and I did think it was a good point that she made words that you kept family for me. You chose, Oh, this is Brianna who says this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, you kept family for me. You chose for me too. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that was a, a good point that he chose for a lot of people. He chose for yeah. Patricia. He chose for, uh, the whole, you know, the whole family. He decided that he was never going to make any kind of introduction or move. Yeah. So yeah. and that's a pretty unlikable character for a Hallmark movie. I feel like mm-hmm. Gordon, I mean, he had his cute things, but for him to do something like that is pretty, pretty big. I feel like pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like he had a few smaller redeemable moments. Like, yeah. um, yeah, because he was, he was so close off. Um, and it was so awkward when, um, uh, when Haley's like asking him questions, like trying to like dig into his past and he's like, no, like, I don't want to answer any of these questions. Uh Like basically like, you know, directing the conversation elsewhere or leaving, but like at the end, when Benjamin Aris's character shows him the cabin and Benjamin is all nervous, like, is he going to like my design kind of thing? But like the way his eyes lit up and the way that like Gordon was like so embracing of that was mm-hmm. really sweet, I thought. Yeah. And like was so like, like this thing that Benjamin's character had worried about, yeah. just he didn't need to because really Gordon viewed him as a son and viewed him as a, a family member, but also as a, like a smart businessman and a really good, you know, uh, builder. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. They're, they're relationship did go a long way to kind of softening yeah. him and and yeah, yeah. Uh, they had some gratuitous Campbell soup uh <laughs> product placement in this movie <laughs> they've been doing a lot of that this uh yeah. this yeah. season a lot of Campbell soup they put up the money Campbell soup and I just always am blown away by that that I mean it must they must see some return on their investment in mm-hmm. order to keep doing it year after year after year. It must, yeah. they must feel like it's worth it. Yeah. And I, I just can't imagine anybody being like, Oh, look, they are using Campbell's soup. I'm going to go buy, it must be, <laughs> I guess, subliminal. Maybe you're like, Ooh, I'm going to go pick up some Campbell's soup. Cause I, I see, you know, inside yeah. in your head, you think, Oh, I saw it on the, on the homework movie, but uh, it's, I don't know. It's just so funny. I mean, the, and then they also had just the, unbelievable scene in golden dragon where they're making check mix that's just (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) um the product placement is one of my favorite things it makes me laugh every time yeah 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 even in uh three wise men uh at one point paul campbell's character opened the fridge door and he goes to get some um I think it was Paul, maybe it was Andrew. Anyways, goes to get some orange oh, daisy. juice. And there's a daisy yeah. sour cream like right there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I was like, can't miss that. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That, that. 
love it. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Yeah. I didn't understand, and maybe I just missed it. Maybe I phased out. I didn't understand the importance of her gift. She gives him the railway car. What was that? Oh, that was the caboose. Um, because he had, when they were decorating the cabin, he like pulls out this train set and he says he has all of the, all of the train cars from when he was a kid, except he doesn't have the caboose. And then they talk about how the caboose is like, it's like in movies and books and everything. It's the place where like you have, like, it's really important. You say your goodbyes, you have reunions, you like, it's like a big romantic thing. And Mm -hmm. so when she gives it to him and then it sort of is like his, like, oh, this is their going to be their reunion. This is their like opportunity to come back together. I must have yeah. accidentally fast forward through that or something. I must have yeah. missed that because I, I didn't remember. I was like, what? Yeah. Why is she giving him this? <laughs> I thought, I actually thought this movie did a super great job of reutilizing like um, things throughout. Like, so there's this old quote in writing and I cannot remember who said it, but it was like some playwright said that um, in the first, if, if you put a gun on the mantle in the first scene or the first act, it has to go off in act three. Like mm-hmm. you can't just put something in there for it just to be willy nilly and not to make some sort of impact on the story. And so I felt like this movie did a really great job, like with the candy cane Christmas cookies, how they kept showing up time and again. And then at the, towards the end, when um, Brianna was making the Christmas cane cookies and then she and Haley's like had the same quote about them, something about, and then you can hang it on your finger. And I was like, how did Haley not get it in that moment? Like, this is clearly her mom's brother. Uh, But they did that with the candy canes. They did that with the caboose train car. Like, I just thought that they did a really nice job of like bringing these things back so that they weren't just sort of filler. They they had uh, a true part in the plot. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Uh, You can tell it was based on a novel, Mm -hmm. I think, Mm because there's that kind of attention to detail. Yeah. And, and so they end up reuniting Gordon and Patricia and he gives this kind of explanation and they decide to forgive each other. And it turns out they both wrote cards to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so they exchanged those and that was very sweet. And, and then we also get a, a kiss from, uh, between, uh, Haley and, and Benjamin's character. And that, you know, that was nice. Um, so overall, I thought this was a pleasant enough little hallmark movie i'd give it three crowns uh what about you thaddeus i'll give it 3.25 you know yeah it, it was it was nice it was it was um i enjoyed it despite there being you know some kind some silly contravances in there and but i thought that the performances were overall pretty good and at least in the beginning i was kind of invested in the characters mm-hmm. so that that goes a long way for me yeah what about you, Liz? What would you give it? Um, I gave it a 2.5 crowns. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that it, yeah, it was, it was nice. It was sweet. If it was on in the background, I, I would rewatch it again, but it probably is not one that I would seek out to rewatch yeah. mostly yeah. because I felt like, again, like I just could not understand her, her response and her reaction, uh, how she went from like being so upset that he wasn't her, uh, believing he wasn't her uncle to you know, just flying off the handle like that. Like, I, I'm sure in the book, that's more like unpacked, but this felt like such a rushed um, response that it just uh-huh. did not, didn't track with me. Yeah. Um, but but I, I liked the characters. I thought the actors did a good job with the material that they had. And 
Um, and I thought there were some really cute scenes, like when they go to the um, Christmas fair, the Christmas market, and they're trying on hats. Like that was cute, mm. you know. And yeah, and I, and I thought that there was enough chemistry between them. But but again, like that romance was super rushed, <laughs> and I was like, wait, we're two days in and we're in love. I'm confused. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I was like, may I be so cursed? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, that's it. We're all going to Silver Creek or wherever this one took place. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, let us know if you're listening, what you think of both of these movies. Uh, uh, we'd love to hear in the comment section or on Twitter, what your thoughts are. And, uh, and Thaddeus, where can people find you? Um, you should join the Hallmarkies Patreon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, join the Patreon. It's a lot of fun. And we have watch alongs actually just finalized the December watch along, uh, Ooh. for, uh, yeah, just today I, I did. So it's going to be fun. And, uh, and we have all different kinds of fun perks for you. So please check it out. And, uh, and Liz, how can people find you? Yeah, I'm uh, online everywhere at Liz Johnson Books. Uh, you can find my website is www.lizjohnsonbooks.com and uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Liz Johnson Books. Oh, great. And, well, thanks uh, if, so much for coming on. Yeah. If I can just do a, just a shameless plug, um, Hallmarkies right now has a cool coupon with bakerbookhouse.com uh, through De December, hang on, I wrote this down, December December 12th, through December 12th, you can get my book, The Last Way Home, for 40% off at bakerbookhouse.com with the code hallmarkies40. So yeah, just leave that please. Uh, there's some really good books in mm -hmm. that that you can get. And I mean, I'm definitely we put in an order. Uh, Y'all should. And we're so grateful for their support of the podcast. So please take a look at that. All that information will be in uh, the description. And uh, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. It helps us so much uh, and uh, help people to find the podcast. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We're almost at 5K. We just, we're, we're just so close. So please subscribe. We would very much appreciate it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, check out the Patreon and the merch store. We can get tons of festive designs at the merch store and it's a, a lot of fun. And we so much appreciate all of your support and thanks so much to both of you for coming on and uh, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Yay.